Hello, everybody. Good to be with you. Um, it's been, I know it's been quite a while, and I'm sorry about that, but there's just been nothing I could do. Um, the funny thing about a one-on-one -on -one teaching is that it is very, very effective, but it's not very efficient. See, I can't have like a, I can't just do a meeting at the a meeting a week or two meetings a week or three meetings a week in order to uh, share this. I'm doing 15, 16, 17, 20 uh, meetings in a week. And that's, uh, but with the continuing students and, and new people, I've had awful lot of awakening sessions here in a row. But be that as it may, um, we're here together now, and I want to talk to you about something that is not normally talked about that often, or, or, or not normally talked about, period. And that is um, really claiming your awakening. And the reason I'm bringing this up right now is that I've seen... I've had a couple of people lately in session who came to me and um, one of them was very definitely already awake and the other one was probably awake. If not, she woke up very, very early in our session. Uh, but neither one of them would accept what they had seen. They, they, they were able to recognize their true nature. They were able to tell themselves the truth and recognize their true nature, but they were not able to accept their true nature. They couldn't accept what they had seen um, because they were waiting. And this is this this is one of the killer things that we do. Um, one of the beauties of an awakening session in, that I've recognized from very early on is that it it strips away everybody's uh, story of future because you're you're not coming together with Fred to get some information so you can wake up after you talk to Fred. You are coming together so that you can wake up while you're talking to Fred which means that from the time we meet in an awakening session, you got 90 minutes and how you feeling so far. <laughs> but at any rate, it does you little good to recognize your true nature if you can't accept it. And this is a, this is a huge problem. Or, you know, this is just, it's the way it is all across spirituality, not just this teaching, but all across spirituality. And that is that, um, because that's what, what's what causes the sense of oscillation. There's no oscillation, but there's certainly a sense of oscillation. And that sense of oscillation comes when there's re-identification with the body. And there, in other words, we wake up and we see, wow, there's no Fred Davis, how about that? And um, because there's no Fred Davis, guess what? There's not gonna be an awake Fred Davis either. Anybody who thinks this is awakened meat is wrong. <laughs> there is nobody here who is who, who is awake, but there is awakeness here. There's awakeness everywhere because there's actually nothing but awakeness. So to recognize your true nature takes just a split second, really, to, and, and you know, it may last much, much, much longer, but it only takes a split second. And that's because we're in that split second that's measured here, you're actually outside of time. So the experience can seem whatever it seems like, but it will can only it need only take a second or so here. The um, we tell ourselves the truth, and we recognize that we are awakeness itself. And um, then we come to the hard part. Because awakening is, as I've said many times before, awakening is the invitation to the dance, but it ain't the dance. This is the dance. 
Um, what I do with people in, in satsang, that's the dance. Daily life, that's the dance. Um, but waking up is not the dance. It's just an offering to you that you, that, that, that I'm using language here. So all of you non-dual purists, please let me out of, uh, let, 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 let me out of the bag here and let me just talk freely. Um, I, I'm, I'm very clear on the, on the, uh, relative errors that I'm making or the absolute errors that I'm making. It just, we got to talk. So we wake up to the fact that there's no personality there, that the very character that we wanted to wake up is a fiction. It does not exist. Um, Fred Davis wanted to wake up to the truth of God, and what happened was that the truth of God woke up to the fiction of Fred Davis instead. Awakening and everything after that works 180 degrees from the way that we think. It's the one, what I call the 180 paradox because the, the world simply works exactly the opposite. The universe works exactly the opposite of the way that we think it does. And you can't see that until you can. Um, and then you will see it with, with, with different orders of, of clarity. But to get to any order of clarity, you have got to claim that initial seeing. For instance, these, these when I talk about these, actually I think I've had like three, but, but, but just different, at different stages, um, where they're de denying their own, uh, where they're denying their own awakening. One woman was absolutely wide awake when she called me, but she was, and, but she w wanted to wait. She was waiting for something to happen to the body, as if it had to do with the body, or the mind, as if this has to do with the mind. It doesn't have anything to do with the mind. We can use the mind to go beyond the mind. We can use the mind to get us very, very close to the gateless gate, but the mind ain't gonna take us through it. The, an awakening session is a, a place where, for instance, that, that just is a place where it's easy for you to tell yourself the truth. Um, but just because you tell the truth once, see this thing, I'm only awake to this arising. And I, I know it, some of you might project permanent awakeness here, but there's no one here to be permanently awake. There's just awakeness. And, and as awakeness, I know that I am awake to this moment. I recognize that this arising is the way that I'm presenting myself to myself in this so-called moment. So, You and, and, and also, this is an, another big thing about this. For those of you who are thinking about becoming teachers, let me give you a good piece of advice that I gave one of my students this week, which is you gotta at some point start taking yourself seriously. Because I know it's bizarre because we start out completely on the other side of the fence. We start out on the fact that there's just a relative world, and I'm a Fred, and this is a Fred, and th this is what a Fred is, and I'm it. And then we come into a new paradigm when we wake up. And it's so extraordinary, and the mind simply can't hold it. I mean, it's actually ordinary, but it's the, but it's the extraordinary ordinary. And the more, you, more awake you are, the more that you see it. Um, that's, I call it time in grade. And some things come, some clarity just comes from time in grade. It's just not, not anybody going to wake up to it initially. Um, 
we want to be careful about wanting too much too fast because um, too much too fast can uh, make the body dysfunctional, the unit dysfunctional. And it doesn't happen often, but it does happen. It doesn't happen, it's never happened here because, and I, which I think is primarily due to the method. Although I have had a couple of students who are, you know, a few students who were confused for a little while, but I, have, I, don't, I don't know of any tragedies. Um, but taking yourself seriously, you know, we, we're scared to do that. We're, number one, we're scared to tell the truth and then rest with it because the, if, you're, if somebody is not already involved in this process, they're not going to understand you. So my advice to you there is that that's the place not to claim your awakening. That's the place to just leave it be. That's the place to go ahead and act, let the unit act out in the way that it wants to in that relative situation because, when, because it's just red buttons hitting red buttons and let it just unfold automatically. Don't try to convert anybody. Don't try to save the world. Um, I used to throw out uh, lines to people that I thought might be supposed to wake up. Never had one taker. Never had, never found anybody like that. Um, I, so I wouldn't, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even encourage you to do that. Where the students that I have, every single one of them came to me. Uh, every client that I have came to me. I'm not out there knocking on doors asking people. So, and when they come to me, they have already passed through a door of seriousness because they've already paid me money, and <clears throat> and they're taking to take the session seriously as a result. <coughs> At least during the time of the session, My, this this talk is about taking it seriously after the session, because it's very easy to see your true nature when you're with somebody who has known nothing but their true nature for quite a long time. And, but that sureness and that, and that resonance that goes on that happens underneath the words of, of any session, that, that drips, right? It thins, a better way to put it, it thins, it just thins out, right? Like you can think of it as just like, it's a very bright light and the, there it, is, it dims, that's what it does. Because <laughs> there's a very bright, you know, and, and I don't mean this literally. Most awakenings, there's no bright light, there's no colors, there's no angels, there's no trumpets. There is, oh my goodness, I, I, that's, and that's about it. Um, or, oh my, or oh God, or you're kidding. That's the usual way of awakening. Or, or just jumping straight into laughter. That happens a lot too, which is, and that's the best of all. It's just when they see that, I had, a, I had a woman that I worked with yesterday, and we were on the telephone, which is particularly difficult for me because it really helps me to be able to see the face. But as soon as she saw this thing, she went, it's the cosmic joke. And I said, yes, dear, welcome to the cosmic joke. Welcome home. And so she just saw it right away. It was a lovely moment. I got a thank you note from her this morning. And uh, hello, Ms. A. I'll just say that. So, taking yourself seriously means recognizing that what we're doing here is true, that it's factual, that this really happens, that awakening is a truism, that there really is awakening. There are people that it appears that are awake, which means that conscious awakeness is working through that body. 
right? That there's, there's no personality that's awake. No personality is awake. So the personality that's over there that wants to wake up, that's not going to wake up. What is going to wake up is the thing that, that fuels the personality, the thing behind that, the, that by which the personality can, can take imaginary form, imaginary shape. But because we start out way over in left field, because as I've said so many times, that the spiritual journey is really the, the, the movement from skepticism to conviction. Because what you see over here is absolute conviction. I know exactly who I am. I've known it for a long, you know, well, I've known it ever since this is what rising started. Um, and I've known it for a, long, a lot of arisings in a row, however you want to put that. I'm, it's just, I haven't been moved in a long time. Other than I can still be pulled into a quick, reaction to, um, to, you know, an untoward event and can respond negatively. I did recently uh, during our move, and I reported that to all the students. I might tell you about it some other time, but today's not the day. Uh, but the whole point is to recognize that is that this hasn't graduated. This is not now out of school. The chair that I'm sitting in right here, this is the student's chair. It's the only chair I ever want. I do not want a teacher's chair. Now, there is teaching that, that comes from the unit that's in this student's chair. It comes, well, not from it, but through it. And that's, that's authentic. But it's, but it's not because I'm a teacher. <clears throat> the whole point of this teaching is actually to show you that there is no teacher. There's no teacher, there's no student. There's no teacher, there's no student. There's just teaching. There's just that verb-like teaching. Just add an ing to every, everything. Um, Sailor Bob uh, uh, taught me that. So, and I, and I got it very clearly. So, <clears throat> what um, what we want to do is take this spiritual begin to take the spiritual journeys really seriously. You know, we first start, we're deadly serious, and then when, when enlightenment doesn't happen in the first week or so, we begin to lose a little faith in the fact that any of this is real. And maybe, you know, and I have people that meet me and they'll tell me, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, but I'm a, I'm a scientist, I'm a philosopher, I'm whatever, and I'm skeptical. And that's fine, because it is the journey from skepticism to conviction. But you don't want to be married to your skepticism. You, you'd much, the, the don't, don't, be married to being right. Um, be married to knowing truth, to being truth. So the claiming you are awakening is recognizing that truth is actually coming through here. It, that, that the truth is actually coming through your unworthy body, right? Because that was uh, one of the things over here was that I had been, a, I was an alcoholic and a, and, a, and a car salesman and a fraud all my life. And when I started teaching, um, other than when I was a bookseller, and then when I, when I started teaching, um, then that, that felt fraudulent to me too, because it was fraudulent. It's not that there wasn't awakeness functioning through here, it's just that it wasn't a Fred doing it. And awakeness knows very clearly that this body cannot do what's happening. This body has no capacity whatsoever, not only to not wake anybody up, but it actually does not have any influence on it. This body is a walking cadaver. 
If we take away the animating, we remove the animating presence from this body, it will flop on the floor and very soon begin to stink. It'd be something we want to stay way, way, way far away from. We want to bury it or burn it in a hurry. So what's the, the animating presence, the unseen but felt, it's unseen because it is the seer. You see this? Is the what you're looking with, this attention, this 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 awareness, that's what you're looking for. So there's then that just can't be digested until it can, but it's really, really simple. And what happens is is that this teaching is incredibly simple. I, I get emails all the time thanking me for being uh, simple, direct, uh, not particularly uh, necessarily particularly mystical or Eastern or whatever, just just telling the truth as I know it. And the, the simplicity of it doesn't work well with the human brain because human brains, particularly the people who talk to me who have big brains, um, they are always trying to make things complex. So we take a simple thing and we make it very, uh, very, very complex. And some people are really gifted at this. <laughs> um, and I, I, apparently most of the time I, I'm, I don't have that gift, which is a good thing. So what we do is we set up philosophical measures and because even though we never knew anything about awakening until we got here, did we? Not a damn thing. But as soon as we got here, as soon as we wake up, then we appoint ourselves to be the, um, the, the, the expert on, on awakenings. I've had, you know, there's been one. It wasn't even mine. It wasn't even Fred's. It was Awakeness's awakening. But we've wit been witness, if you will, to one. But we think now that's how they work. That's the reason a lot of people will teach you, this is how I woke up, and this is the only way you can wake up. And I just want to tell you, that's total bullshit, and I don't care who it is that's saying it. And that's, that's the truth. This thing can do whatever it wants, whenever it wants, to whoever it wants, at any time that it wants. That's the truth. There are no rules for awakeness. Awakeness is that by which rules are made. In the absence of awakeness, there are no rules or anything else. This whole universe is dependent upon the simple germ, almost, of awakeness. When, if you've had an awakening, then, the, then, then what's happened is that the character that, that we tend to think we are shuts down, at least temporarily. In 1992, when I had my first big glimpse, um, it was just seconds long in my it, it, in real time. I don't know what my experience was just so dramatic and, and incredible that, I, that there was no time to it. Um, but in real time, it just took a few seconds. In, in our time, I say real time, but in this time, in the in the in the time that we agree on uh, by consensus. So it just it it. Just took seconds, but the truth had come through, and I knew. I mean, you don't know. It's self-confirming. You know when the truth has come through, and I knew that the truth had come through. I knew exactly what had happened because I was trying very hard to wake up when I woke up in 1992. I was sitting a lot. I was doing a tremendous amount of inquiry. Um, I was. Just, I was. I was reading. I was. My. I mean, I was completely obsessed. I mean, it, it really and truly was not even healthy. 
Uh, then the same thing happened to me back in 2004, five, and six, and, 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 and even seven, for several years there where I just became completely obsessed with waking up. It was the only thing. And I didn't even have the greatest motives. I didn't know why. Sometimes I didn't know why. Sometimes it felt like, you know, if I woke up, I could get some girls and money or whatever. It was just, you know, this looked like it would be a, a nice addition for Fred. But awakening is not a process of addition. It's a process of subtraction. If you look at three of my books, they're called the book of undoing, unknowing, and unveiling. And that's because all we have to do is pull the lies away and the truth is revealed. It's not like it's not here. It's only here in awakening or whatever. It's here all the time. <clears throat> and every human being on this planet has the potential, I'm not saying they will, but they have the potential. Uh, awakeness has the potential to wake up through any human being on this planet at any given moment. You could wake up one moment from now. You can't know. I didn't know I was going to wake up one moment before I did. I had no idea I was even close. I mean, I, there was the sense in a general way that I was that I was close-ish, but there was certainly n n no sense of an impending event or anything. So 1992, very, very clear seeing, and yet for the next 14 years, I spent I spent my life questioning that very, that very experience that floored me at the time. And it went back to, you know, was I, was I drinking that night? Was, uh, was I just trying to tell myself a story so I'd, you know, feel better about my time and money that I'd spent on spirituality? Um, that was it just a pure egoic movement? Um, or did something actually happen? I don't remember. But see, the problem is, is the mind cannot contain awakeness. You can't remember being, you can't remember awakeness. You may remember an event, and you may call that event awakening, and, but what you're recalling is not the same thing as what, you, as, as what happened. Because the mind, it can't, it, the awakening is the whole thing, folks. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's just a seeing of the absence of a Fred and the presence of everything else. So that... <clears throat> And in that, and, and I don't even know what I was going to say. I've forgotten. In, that, in this broad awakening, something happens. I don't know. See, I, I, there's no script here. I don't even know. Uh, I come out here, and I don't ever know what I'm going to say because I don't say it. It just happens or it doesn't. And awakeness, what I'm telling you about right there, is that awakeness has no memory whatsoever. So in an awakening where it's big, big, and big, and the brighter it is, the less likely you're actually going to remember it. Um you remember some event, but you don't remember what it was. And I, I've had that happen several times with people who just woke up like the Buddha. I mean, where I'm, where I'm sitting there going, wow, how do you get there? <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, but then they, but, but, the, there's, but there's no retention. There's no durability to the disidentification. Because all we're talking about is that you, awakeness, are in denial. When I know already, starting out, that, and I know that right now, in this moment, everybody who's watching this is awake. I know that. I know it to be a fact. Everybody watching this is awakeness. Is awakeness. Now, we can say that there are two states to awakeness, and that's conscious awakeness and unconscious awakeness. And the vast majority of you are going to be unconsciously awake, but a surprising number of you are now consciously awake, but a surprising number of that number won't claim it. 
you will not take yourself seriously and recognize that the truth is actually coming through you. Yes, you. <laughs> I mean, I was the least likely spiritual teacher you could just imagine. I was a rogue and a rascal and everything else. Um, I did nothing to earn this. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't deserve this. I wasn't good or clean or special or anything. This is an ordinary unit, just like yours. It just nothing, nothing special about it whatsoever, and it happened here anyway. It's just a very lucky unit, because now it gets to to, to be a spiritual teacher, and that's the and, and has been for for years, and that's and I'm able to make uh, my living that way and spend all of my time on this instead of just pieces of my time because I'm busy trying to earn a living to pay the rent. Isn't this fun? So. Recognizing that for teach for people who are going to be teachers also, you've really got to claim it, folks. You've got to be willing to say something and leave it there. You've got to be willing to say something and not reference Ramana Maharshi. You've got to be willing to say something and not reference A Course in Miracles or um, the, the, the Bhagavad Gita or anything else. You've got to be coming from your own experience. And I mean, we quote other teachers all the time. I do. And, and it's great. But the majority of what happens here is what's happening here. It's what's coming through here right now. And what's coming through is the truth, but not once it gets through. What's entering, if you will, just imagine that this, consider this body a filter for a moment. It's just a dirty, really dirty, dirty filter. And what comes through that dirty filter is that what starts out as truth, but by the time it gets through Fredness, it ain't true no more. It, because we can't actually put the truth into language because what you are is prior to language. We can't, you cannot say the truth in words. If somebody tells you da-da-da-da and that's the truth, they're either trying to just make a point uh, that by which I mean it's a very strong relative truth or they're just lying to you. But you can't, the, the truth can't, cannot be spoken, absolutely not. Which is the reason that intellect can't get you there. So everybody that's trying to think their way to enlightenment, just give it up. It is not going to work. People smarter than you and me have tried that, and it did not work. And it's not going to work for you. The, there is no path to awakening. There is, and I'm not saying there's not a method, but I'm saying there's no path to awakening. Not really. It's not a direct, well, you know, I don't mean to insult direct path teachers. They've done me a lot of good. So, but, the, but it's still a path. And, we, and, and a path is a story of future. I'm on the path. I didn't used to be, and I'm going to be on the path, and I'm going to get awake pretty soon on the path. And it's just a story, and it's a lie. You're never going to wake up tomorrow. Never, ever, ever you're going to wake up tomorrow. You're not gonna, and you never did, and you never woke up yesterday. We use that language. I use that language. It's reasonably skillful language, but it's not anywhere near the truth. So, <clears throat> be willing to recognize the truth is out there, and when you when you feel something, when you when you sit down in in the yard and everything gets really really still, and you notice, wow, there's just take that seriously. Notice that that really is, that it's just that awakeness is noticing itself through the now calm human unit. That's the, the, the benefit of meditation. It's not a direct 
line to awakening, but it's certainly an indirect line, and it can be extraordinarily helpful in clearing. That's the bet. What's best at actually is clearing. When if you're trying to tell somebody about this, don't just quote your teacher. I did that. I really did. I mean, I, I quoted everybody because I read everybody, and I quoted everybody all the time, and. Uh, and I got advice not to do that. My first book editor said, "No, you, you know this. Let's." Oh, actually, I stopped. I had I had quoted somebody, and then I took it out on the second draft, and they said, "Yes, that's it. Right. Don't don't use some other people, uh, or some other scripture, or something else. You know, to back you up. Say it. Say it with authority. If you have that authority." It's not going to do you any good to try to speak from authority if you don't have it. But if you have the authority, and by the authority what I mean is that there's authenticity there and you actually really and truly do know the truth right now. And that's as good as it gets. There's, there's, <clears throat> there's no one here to permanently awaken. So we're always, we're always awake to right now or we're not awake at all. And we can, we can look at teachers that have been around for 30 years and it looks like, boy, they've just been awake for 30 years, been awake forever. But if you really pursue that, you'll find out they're awake right now. I don't think any of them would argue with that. So, <clears throat> claiming your awakening means giving up on the big event. Drop it. Drop it. Nothing needs to happen. We don't need angels. We don't need trumpets. We don't need fireworks. You don't need colors. You don't need Eckhart Tolle's awakening. You don't need uh, Byron Katie's big awakening. You don't need Fred Davis's big awakening. You need your awakening. Big or small, it makes no difference because the, the same gate is walked through regardless of, of the decorating, the, of what decorates that gate. Because everything that decorates that gate is spiritual experience. It, it, it did not exist. It exists now, and it won't exist in the future. It comes, and it goes. So everything surrounding that gate is spiritual experience, but the gate itself, that's awakening. And it doesn't, and, 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 and it is subtle. The spiritual experience may not be subtle, and it can be, oh, you know, and it can be blissful, it can be exciting, or, you know, or not, but most of the time it's not. Particularly if we're entered, well, through this teaching, for instance, early on, I used to get lots and lots of explosive awakenings because I simply wasn't that skillful. I could get you pretty close, but I couldn't get you but so close. When I first started working with people, I was waking up like 50% of the people I was talking to, which was fantastic. I'd never heard of anything like that. I didn't even know it was possible. And that sounds wonderful unless you're sitting with the 50% of the people who don't like that. <laughs> that is considerably less fun. So as skillfulness went and moved to, you know, uh, 55, 65, 75, whatever, but, but greater and greater percentages of people awakening because I could tell I could lead you further and further down the path. And now I can re lead you all the way up the mountain and, 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 and build you a bridge over to the other mountain, over and, and so that it's just a walk in the park. But it has you have to be willing to tell yourself the truth, and you have to be willing to accept your own truth. What people do is that they is that they privilege thought over experience. This happens every single time. Anytime that somebody's with me, 
in a in a session and they have not woken up it is absolutely positively because they have privileged thought over experience because everybody gets the same experience awakening sessions are not cookie cutters but they're close enough and everybody gets this gets to see the truth everybody gets to see the same thing so it's it's really a matter of am i willing to accept this truth in this moment and am i willing to do whatever it takes and who don't worry about who's doing it that's philosophy see we set up those parameters well that would be a doer and i can't be a doer and i can't do this who in the hell is saying that the one who can't do something is doing something it's declaring it can't do anything it just it just spins out of control leave the philosophy to the philosophers let's you and i just do this real simple little noticing and let's have it change our lives in incredibly dramatic ways for betsy and i both there is absolutely no comparing the lives that we lead today and, and the lives that we led before in, in pre-awakening and in early awakening for that matter just you, you, you couldn't recognize it and the beings themselves would be damn near unrecognizable other than their dna this thing functions in 180 degrees away from the way that it, that it wants to but it's not graduated i'm still a rascal i'm still a guy i still look at pretty girls and all that stuff and i you know and there's a thing that can come up and say i shouldn't but that's bullshit because i notice i do and as long as i do there's nothing telling me that i shouldn't that i should not do that i can't not do it is the fact truth of it until i can and that means when that pattern is seen through and it's seen to not be beneficial to the unit and that it's an unskillful pattern and that it's not worth repeating and that's language to describe what actually happens but it's when a whiteness notices what's going on and and, and when you first wake up you can see for, for in my instance when i first woke up i could see uh what a creep this thing had been for a long time and how selfish it had been and all that stuff and i could see everything very clearly and i couldn't do a damn thing about it and the unskillful action continued there were more skillful actions that began to pop up and there were some things that were seen immediately but overall it is the waking up is an it you know it's usually an event it doesn't even have to be an event it can or it can it's an unnoticed little event it just you you see it in hindsight and look in hindsight see are, are you still are you still experiencing real oscillation or are you just believing thought in other words are you just believing that 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 you couldn't be the the, the awakened person i have people that come to me all the time just to get confirmation am i really awake and if they are i'll tell them if they're not i will not so it's um confirmation can be can be very helpful but it's actually in truth we could say it's unnecessary okay because the truth is self-confirming okay wake up and claim your awakening take yourself seriously recognize that the uh, that the uh, that the sense of authority that comes behind a bunch of words is not coming from the unit it's coming from the only authority there is it's coming from truth. Thank you very much. Good to be back with you. See you. Uh, I'd see you again soon. I won't wait so long this time.